on a skillet Up the country Showman wanging On a body who turned Watch our people Of a greedy man Swallow the fishes in the frying pan Gator blood I got gator blood Chicken on a hot plate, gobble and cook. Come on up, honey, take a look. Mighty fine weather this time of year. Shake it till feather, you chicken you hear. Blood, gator blood, I got gator fun that was cool yeah absolutely so who was it because well, I'm, I'm, I'm terrified to see <laughs> it was Mark Knopfler 
as in the Martin Knopfler from Dire Straits. With gator blood, I can yeah. say a bit. Yep. And how fun was that? What, are we just at the show? Yeah, well, today is going to be about the best of British blues, mm-hmm. all the bees. And I think it's quite cool to to have You've a left song a like that. Out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, no, mm. I tell you, the reason it's quite cool to start with that song, I thought, was because as much as it's his song, um, it's very much like the hill country stuff of, um, you know, like Ariel Burnside and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know that kind of wee riff. Mm-hmm. And it just it's a reminder that maybe we do have British blues but it come from somewhere else. Do you know what I mean? Aye. So I mean that's fairly important. Um Well, was it it was last Sunday we watched something about all this, remember? Aye, aye. Before. Yeah. Uh, are you trying to tell me aye? Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. it's actually that one. I bet it's there. Oh, aye. Right, well done. I'm just making sure. Look, didn't he start this earlier on the show? Please, look, just try and wind your neck in for two minutes. I've just been helpful. Hi. Hi. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Sorry, <laughs> I, totally, I totally mistook that for you being a nightmare. Sorry, that's my bad. Right, so, hi. So, we're going to talk about um, the, the British offering of this genre. However, also touch on why it's even here. Mm-hmm. I would say. Mm-hmm. Is that the best way to describe it? I, 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 d- I didn't really know all that much about it in that sense. Um, well, I mean, there's a lot of... So there's a lot of... Um, how could I put it? There, there's a lot of mystique about it because everybody seems to think it was like always just here mm. and that nobody is really responsible for, for making it popular, but that's not strictly true. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of guys... Who who did actually actively try and make it relevant in this country? And one of them, now I'm just going to get this out of the way. They know because I can't even bother with him, right? I don't think he deserves the credit he gets because of his racism and whatnot. Mm-hmm. However, Eric Clapton, before he turned into this guy, um, did actually hold a torch for Robert Johnson and Charlie Patton and these other guys who who are responsible for this. Um, modernised way of looking at an African music okay mm-hmm. so uh, there's that there's guy well the Rolling Stones they, they do nothing but um, knock out of the park without any kind of crap to come out you know they're honest about it you know mm-hmm. what I mean so these guys are pretty important and in fact the first song we've got up is a is a Muddy Water song by the Rolling Stones now they went and recorded in America in the studio where all their kind of heroes of the blues yep, yep, recorded yeah. and they all came to watch them record their stuff they are like why are you doing this yeah, yeah, <laughs> and they were like oh my god this is so good I know and so that's what I mean eh? See, so that's quite important because the whole I mean we'll get back to this again but the whole thing where the Rolling Stones cared more about having Howl and Wolf on their show Aye. than than the show cared about having how on the show, mm-hmm. which which was nice and also horrendous at the same time, because the general public were totally oblivious to who that was. I and, and like, I think it was it was quite um, a specific amount of people 
in Britain that were in the blues and it was quite difficult to get a hold of the music. So Yeah, aye, that's right, so aye, because people would visit each other's house. See, there's a guy that lives on such and such a street and he's got the new so and so's album and they'd all build it running, you know, knocking a, a random stranger's door going, Can I listen to your album? That's right, <laughs> aye, Paul Jones actually talks about that. Aye. Aye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, but but it became popular here when it's it wasn't as popular back in America. So the Americans uh, had yeah. kind of got over it and we're like aye, aye, aye blues absolutely and yeah. then we were all yes but this this is brilliant um so yeah it was it was um it was an exciting sort of time for music i think when you you think of what what would have been going on aye you're right and the other thing is as well i think um is it also made like uh the more political problems that were kind of ignored more relevant when black musicians started to to show up in the UK and and perform I think I think the fact that you know people would be like oh he's he's a lot darker than me and one like you know they would look at it like totally objectively mm-hmm. I think that also highlighted like issues that would then come to surface years later you know with the rock against racism and whatnot mm-hmm. you know like I think I think without that whole kickstart to you know to that genre being available here, like in person, I think without that, you know, you know, that would have been a lot longer in happening. I tell you what, those um, that is very relevant um, still is the fact that people don't want to pay, so they were coming over and having to sleep in their fans' houses. Yep. And like you know, have dinner with their mum and you know, and she's don't get me wrong. Oh. I mean, I've had a couple of offers like that, and that you know, I would do it again. <laughs> you know, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> jokes, jokes. But um, I mean, I'm leaving tomorrow. <laughs> so uh, the the thing is, I you're right. That hasn't changed much. No. You know, there's still this underlying Tory narrative. You know that um, that makes it very difficult for people who have invested their whole life into art to get paid. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's ridiculous. You know, yeah, honestly, I I can't. I can't stress that enough. Absolutely. And I think that um, perhaps back then, uh, the fact that it was the type of music that it was, was one of the reasons why they weren't getting paid. You know, so they would the, their costs were kind of covered to get here, and that was about it. Um, but can you imagine, can you imagine, like, going to your, your local place, I don't know where it would be, and, and there's, like... Howling Wolf, like yeah. Well, I tell you what, right? As I spoke to my friend Gary Burnside, mm-hmm. who, if you don't know who that is, that's R.L. Burnside's son. Um, no, that's a massive deal in itself, right? Being able to speak to somebody like that on a friendly level, and I asked him about the possibility of putting a show together with him in in Britain mm-hmm. or in Scotland, actually, to be specific, you know. And um, he said, oh, I didn't mind. I mean, I would like to go there, but the problem with Britain is they don't want to pay us. They love our music. They like our music fine. They're quite happy to put it in the magazines and quite happy to talk about it in the shows. But he also pointed out that we're getting paid the same now as we did uh-huh. when I started playing with Junior Kimbra. And mm-hmm. that's mental because that was in the 90s, you know. And that's it. So it would be a case of he'd have to come and stay at him. <laughs> aye. The same. Which, which, you know, I'd be all right with, you know. Aye, to be fair. To be fair, aye. Like we could, do, oh, could think of all the all the folk that we could get and just do one big... It would be so cool. A sleepover for adults. Aye. You know, <laughs> keep it clean, folks. <laughs> 
but um, yes, yeah, so actually, it don't be, just go for it. I don't care. It would be so. It would be so amazing. Um, almost like recreating history. Now I do believe that there's um, scope for for us being able to do that once the restrictions are lifted. Mm-hmm. Um, but we would probably need to support the listeners and fans alike to to make it happen because it's quite obvious that the government and the, and the people in place, even that some of the labels aren't really willing to to fork out as much as they, they should be able to. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, with the right support, I think that would happen. Eh? Aye. Um, well, you never know. Stranger Absolutely. things have happened, and uh, and we generally, when we put our mind to something, manage to make it work somehow. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, um, so the Rolling Stones, I can't be satisfied. Do you like this version? I do actually. Yeah, and, and I think, I think, considering um, when it was when it was like recorded, uh, given that most people in the country, our country, I mean, mm-hmm. were oblivious to to the genre and what it brings. I think they've done a great job and I think they've done Muddy Waters on a really good turn by playing it you know one of their first um, releases though was um, Little Red Rooster yep and people thought that they were going to be uh, hammered and slated for it and probably end their career but I mean they're still they're still going I know Um, I mean how they're still going I'm not sure absolutely but uh, yeah so um, should we put it on just now yeah I know you. <laughs> sorry, that was my Facebook beating. <laughs> you right, I forgot to shut it down. I'm sorry. Right, guys. Right, apologies. Um, but I, I'm sure they didn't even notice. Probably thought it was just some cool sound effect. To be fair. Yep. Um, so oh, this you is schooling. <laughs> while while speaking. Robotically. I see. <laughs> hey, you're advanced. Like you're very good at it. Like. <laughs> uh, the Rolling Stones. I can't be satisfied. I hope you enjoy.
the little red rooster Too late to crow for day I am the little red rooster Too late to crow for day Everything in the farm Upset in every way The dogs begin to bark Hounds begin to howl Begin to bark Hounds Begin to howl Watch out strange camp people Little red roosters On the prowl If you see my little red rooster Please drive him home If you see my little red rooster Shall I pack up my suitcase, make my getaway, I got to go I told my baby I can't stay I'm heading down to the station, gonna catch the night train Well I had me some problems, but leave them all behind Got me some trouble, but I don't pay no mind, I got to go my baby, I can't stay I'm going down to the station Gonna catch the night train 
Buy a train when you're drunk. Aye, aye, That was funny. Like I woke up to that joke this morning and I thought that's hilarious. <laughs> so that was the Terraplanes. Yep. They've just done a wee a wee gig, haven't they? Um, although I have to say, see the fact everybody kept calling Skegness Skeggy, it was kind of annoying me. It's maybe a thing for it. I don't know. I it don't might know be. I think, I think maybe I'm just a bit too snotty, snobby. Yeah. <laughs> Might have a recent conversation. I think both. I think both. <laughs> to be fair, two minutes. I'll get that for you. Yeah. Oh, you go. There you go. That's how we know. Yeah. So keep your pansy potters to yourself. <laughs> it was cool that one. <laughs> no, I've put them on my fingers. It's <laughs> not mine. Thank you very much. Yeah, um, now. <laughs> thanks. Oh. Cherish them. I'll never wash this <laughs> arm. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry, guys. So they are from Bristol. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and I tell you, Bristol's got quite a. I've said this before, though. Eh? Bristol does have quite a good um, music scene in general. You know, not only blues, like like all music. Mm-hmm. It's got a. Yeah, it's got quite a vibrant scene. Um, I think. I think uh, there's there's some cities in the world, you know, that are just like that. Yeah, you know, and and as the world evolves, so do the cities. They always change. I mean, New Orleans used to be very vibrant with that, you know, and then after um, Katrina, you know, know, everything kind of kind of went topsy turvy. Mm -hmm. So I always wanted to go there. Now, now I feel like my bubbles burst. But then Anne Rice was a big attraction for me because I love all her books, and then. And she just died. Like everything bad happened right at New Year. Betty White, Anne Rice. 
Aye, but that's life. So? It's part of life. I know, but um, they're doing a big celebration of her life next it's year. It's the only guarantee the, is that the, you're going to die. She did the Vampire's Ball, and you could do the, the Vampire Tour, so where she talked about, you know, like the Lafayette, Rue Lafayette and all that. Anyway, that's going to have to do with Bell. No, it's not. You're right enough. No, because Lestat was a bit of a, you know, an abandon that in the books. Anyway, moving on. Aye, 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 just right. So, uh, so this show's best of British. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I don't know. Have you got any favourites? British blues. Yeah, yeah. Like, like even of our friends. Yeah. I mean, I've got one in particular, I suppose. Um. Well, I, I love Michael Messer, and <laughs> I absolutely adore the fact that he was on children's television, and that he's just. A genuinely lovely person, which always helps. But his music's brilliant. Yeah. Um, and actually, the ones that we've got on that we know and interact with, probably I would say are I would prefer. I don't mind obviously the Rolling Stones, but I prefer over the ones that, if you know, yeah, what I mean, are aye, more aye. famous. So I mean, we've got some cool tracks coming up. I mean, we've got. I tell you what, um, John Mayall and the Bluesbreakers. I mean, I've when we were picking the set list. I thought it was quite cool that we picked deliberately songs that aren't necessarily theirs because <laughs> yeah. it's a testament to where this music comes from mm-hmm. and I think this is what it's all about it's the best of British but it doesn't belong to Britain mm-hmm. right and I think this is the point we're trying to make because personally I think that when you think of Britain and blues you don't necessarily put the two of them together despite the fact that you know we've got the Rolling Stones and everything yeah. it, it's we're almost a bit too stuffy for that so the well, ones that can pull it off like yourself that get right into the groove and you know if you don't speak nobody would know that you were Scottish um, like Michael Messer like Ian Siegel yeah. that, that get you know um, into the nitty gritty but for the rest I mean I know he's not your favourite person and he's very much not mine either but Eric Clapton to a degree is a bit too stuffy for it to, in my opinion I'm I think Basic. I think I think only I think only the only reason I think the only reason that we can say that now is because he spoke. See if he didn't speak though. Mm, I maybe. don't think that would be relevant because it because he is an incredible player and that's that's the annoying thing about it. Mm-hmm. He has invested his whole life into a genre of music that that he doesn't deserve to be able to do. Especially and, and I, especially when you think about whose music he's he's actually performing and what nonsense come out of his mouth no, I, know. I mean I know <laughs> I know I know, and I didn't want to get into it because I We're could not, just you no, know. I know but it's I mean he is, he is incredibly talented and, and it kind of burst a bubble for me to a point because I didn't ever want to see somebody in that genre of music be like that but you then know because that is one, me coming from like a, I don't know if minority is the right word but you mm-hmm. know coming from a you know the traveller culture that, that are quite um, looked at a fair bit differently to, to your average guy right yeah um, and still are to this day. To it's be fair, it's the most. Um, it's, it's acceptable it's the racism. Most acceptable re- aye, racism. I mean, I did a whole show about this. Aye, so I mean, I don't know, I, you know, but I mean, coming um, from somebody like like myself, who's invested in this kind of music, I never ever wanted to believe that there would be somebody like that in that genre because mm-hmm. the whole genre comes from a place where. It's you know it's dealing with that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And and I think that's a bit it's a bit disheartening. If nothing else, it's a bit disheartening. You know. 
see aside from even that, and I don't want to dwell on him because I, you know I feel like we're giving him a lot of attention here. But um, I mean, you know, he's into fox hunting and stuff. You know, just aye, aye, like he's so, quite aye, right, yeah. anyway. So, so. Um, but um, it wasn't deliberate actually that we didn't include a song from him. We just got carried away with everything else. Yeah, and I think the the ones we did pick. So I mean, we, credit where it's due, right? So before all that stuff happened, before he was anybody. Eric Clapton did make a massive impact on positively on the British blues scene. Mm-hmm. He was very invested in it. He had this romantic connection to it, and and he was very honest and true about his playing and everything else. Right now, <coughs> excuse me, that's relevant to to our next song as well because he also played with that band, the Bluesbreakers. Mm-hmm. So did Peter Green. Mm-hmm. So did John McVie. Mm-hmm. So did Mick Fleetwood. Yeah. Right. So and and, so and, and Mac. <laughs> yeah, and Mick Taylor from yeah. the Rolling Stones as well. Yeah. They all played with that band, right? So John Mayall has enlisted this incredible amount of musicians, all very very good at playing this music, right? So their personality or their belief system is neither here nor there to me, not to you obviously. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we wouldn't be doing the show. Mm-hmm. But, um, but John Mayall is very invested in this music and the song we picked is pretty cool because it's a Freddie King song. Yeah. And Freddie King is awesome. Well, was awesome, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. You, you so know. I think, yeah, as I said, it wasn't deliberate. We just get carried away with the the amount of... Um, well, we've been saying a lot of good music from Britain. I, I know. Like, <laughs> you know, like a lot of good blues. And the guys that are on here, I'm not going to spoil it all for you, but I mean, Ian Siegel... And mm-hmm. Michael Messer and Dave Arcari are our friends, mm-hmm. obviously. And I suppose Trevor Steger now as well. Mm-hmm. Kind of adopt with Timmy. And then we've got Mr. Mr. M. Oh, I know. Aye, he's, he's nuts, aye. Aye, aye. Battle, battle star sciatica. <laughs> I love his Facebook updates. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, but um, yeah, so I think this show in particular is a testament to, to the music that comes from somewhere else and I think these songs are going to do that a fair bit justice mm-hmm. you know because you know Britain is quite a privileged country I mean it's <laughs> like it's like you know it was the most privileged country for mm-hmm. a long long time and we did play a massive part in that s- segregation in the world mm-hmm. whether whether um, we want to take a step back look at ourselves and go look we caused that or there or we played a part in that there you know, whether you want to admit that to yourself or not, mm-hmm. I don't care, right? That's a fact. Mm-hmm. It's a fact. It's a historical fact. It's not It's not a particularly pleasant part of our culture, but it's still, it's still there. Mm-hmm. It still happened, and it's still relevant. So the one good thing about these bands are, whether they've got, um, uh, like, you know, these opinions that are negative or whatever, it doesn't matter, but the fact that they were covering those songs, mm-hmm. right, from an honest place, Within them, that, that does show some some kind of good doing, and it also gave a platform to the the struggling musicians that actually wrote the stuff, because they wouldn't have had a they wouldn't have had an avenue into Britain without mm-hmm. people like the Rolling Stones. I know. Can you imagine? So it kind of went it went full circle, you know. Mm-hmm. They kind of made it made up for it all, you know. And yeah, so you know, I'm really chuffed about that. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, and it's good that somebody's took the time to like, well, let's make this happen. It's the fact that it was kind of almost underground. It, it's so aye, cool. I think, aye, it's good, you know, and I think, you know, it's, fu- it's funny, I know this isn't related, but um, the Rock Against Racism thing, mm-hmm. right, was all about how there was white people standing up for the obvious racist stuff that was happening in Britain at the time, 
and then folk were just realising, wait now, Britain's got racism, because it was always painted to, to us that that we are this like progressive country that you know we don't really we're all about like fighting wars to help people and, mm-hmm. and to a point I suppose that's true, but at the same time we still had a a rife problem that that was totally I don't even think it was ignored. I just think it wasn't it wasn't noticed. It was it, it was really almost acknowledged. Like, uh, mm-hmm. it was it was almost like because it was so standard, folk didn't really think about it, mm-hmm. you know, until somebody stood up, you know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, we do have you know we do have the 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 minerals of of a good you know a good society, mm-hmm. you know, and I think this music is a testament to that as well. Absolutely, yeah. So, do I stick a song? Yeah, I'm going to know. <laughs> I was just enjoying listening to you. Thanks, um, Rob. You never enjoy listening to me. Every time I tell you to do something, it's always a problem. I enjoy listening to you. I didn't see I was going to do what I was told. Well, what were we here for? <laughs> a good time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so right. Let's get a hideaway on. Before you <laughs> go and hide away. <laughs> enjoy. <laughs> Thank you. 
Walking on the wild, leaves no tracks in the snow Only when you look back, see how you've grown Second head wasn't there, it was in your head If you'd have fallen, you'd have wound up dead Until you've lived, you've never bled What's left from a lie is the price you pay When it's known, what will you say? Meet. Yep, amazing. Mm-hmm. We're going to see them. Uh, Don't ask me the date. I can't remember. I could tell you shortly, but yeah. Um, they played at the Liquid Rooms. Where's that? Edinburgh. I've never been to Edinburgh. Oh, you have? No, I haven't. Uh-huh. Oh, well, technically I have, but I went straight to a hotel to a wedding and then straight home. So yeah, so you've been to Edinburgh. It doesn't count. I didn't see any at Edinburgh. <laughs> All right, okay. well. I'm not even sure if we were in, in I've been Edinburgh. in a lot of cities in the world that I can't remember because I was blind and drunk. So, I mean, it's the same. Oh. I've still been. I mean, I've geographically arrived and left. <laughs> <laughs> no, so. uh, we went in 
um, I decided to try um, smoked salmon, right? Because it's one of them things I've always thought I want to eat. It looks nice on bagels with cream cheese and stuff. Didn't like it, so I hid it in the plant pot. Mm -hmm. right, okay. Not my proudest moment. I'm just going to tell you when it's been there, in case anybody who heard that and thought, wow. Yeah, you should definitely, uh, wants you should to definitely check them go. Out. It is... Saturday, May, oh, it's a Saturday as well, May the 28th at 7pm at the Liquid Rooms, Edinburgh. Yep. And if you if you show up and uh, and you point yourself out to us, we'll be there. Aye, oh, that'd be cool, eh? Aye, so uh, come along, say hello, we'll be there doing a bit of... I'm going to have to get myself... Do some bits and bobs. You know, a oh. fancy hat. They are a, a handsome couple. Yep, yep. So, so are you, though. So, I think you're a very handsome woman. <laughs> I don't know. I want to be a, a handsome woman. Well, yeah. <laughs> she as well. You just suck it up, eh? I think I sound yeah. like a handsome woman. Yeah. Aye. Aye. And I think I, I think it's great that you've managed to hide Adam Vaffle on that. I mean, I think that does wonders. That's it's, it's shading. Oh right, okay, that's mm -hmm. amazing. I just can't. So, if you get married, are you going to carry me over the threshold? <laughs> or? Yeah. Over the shoulder, Pally. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right. So, who have we got up next? We've got. Well, we've got our back-to-back -back tracks coming up. Oh. So, um, we've got. I'm really looking forward to to all of them. I know. I like this bit because this is where we get free reign to do what we like. I know we, we can do. have an argument about stuff like like about the stuff we. Were I could go. And, no, I'm going. I'm going to go and make a sandwich and that. Are you? <laughs> mm. Have my dinner. Come back. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this is a bit where we we have artistic license to do what we like and um, you know, kind of mash in whatever we want to. I love this bit. So sometimes we put. All four from the same. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think the the way we did it this week is fairly important because it really is pretty much the best of the British going about now. Aye, that's it. It's like our wee favourite people. Aye, aye. I mean, I'm not saying that they're the most popular, you know, in current current mm -hmm, affairs, mm -hmm. but um, they're they're in my opinion the best. Like, aye, because these are the ones. The honestly before um before we started this show and I it was just me doing my, my wee Wednesday gig, um these are the ones that went here, have all my music and yeah, um, you yeah. know, just play what you want and yeah. and I I was completely blown away. Like I've I've had folks sending me one or two songs, but to have all of it <laughs> Aye, the full catalog, mm -hmm. eh? And just sitting there I mean, that's that's what I did. I sat for a whole day just listening to all of Michael Messer's stuff and It's brilliant, yeah. And then gave myself the hard task of trying to pick some <laughs> from a show. I pick the same <laughs> few all the time because they're just so good that I can't get enough of them. Mm -hmm. Like this next song's a perfect example. Uh -huh. I think I've put that on in every single even when I've <laughs> even when I've been doing a radio show on somebody else's show and they've asked me, Oh, what song do you want to pick of his it's like, oh, it's all right, mate. I know the answer to this. 
Ah, you've done a couple of shows with me where we've, we've ended up tailoring the whole show around being able to play this. <laughs> aye, right, right. Let's do a show about this. Let's right. put on this song. Well, we're going to talk, hi, <laughs> yeah. Aye. Well, it'll not work. Well, okay, so we're going to have to rework the whole show. <laughs> right. <laughs> aye, but it's, it's a cracker. So we've got Michael Messer with Robert Johnson's Bake. We have got Trevor Bab, I love his name, Babberjack Steger, with... Deep River Blues. I am absolutely melting. Sorry. Really? Aye, I just I uh, went from uh, feeling there, a ton of heating up, and um, now I'm melting. Uh, Ian Siegel with meat and potatoes. Um, I'm trying to read without my microphone getting in my face. Redfish, give me back my wig. Which we'll is a wee talking point for that. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Martin McNeil, it hurts me too. Now, um, Martin McNeil does a nice wee online live set on a Thursday I try and share it when I'm online and I catch it in yeah, time yeah. Um, but if, if not he's incredibly then, talented mm-hmm. eh? mm-hmm. he's, um, his album Sweet Soul Slide is brilliant it's uh, it's all like kind of stacks record and classic blues tracks played in his kind of authentic slide style mm-hmm. um, and it's like awful nice listening it's like you know I don't know how to describe that it's like um, it's the kind of thing you can listen to while you're eating your dinner, even if you've got company. Aye, like you can, aye, it doesn't um, matter what, what the situation mm-hmm. is; it'll fit. Mm-hmm. Even the covers, like you know, like um, the the Shredding covers and that. I mean, they're they don't sound like Shredding, They sound like Martin. Mm-hmm. And aye. and I think that 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 in itself is pretty cool, you know, given that they're iconic t- songs like that, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, aye, so that that song that we're going to put on, Elmo um, James covered that actually, played it. I've also got Ian Siegel who sounds very, very close to Howlin' Wolf. I I said to him I said to him one time actually, he'd done a wee charity thing for me, um, a year or two ago to help me out and to be fair, right, he was amazing. Like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. Like was I was f- I was fangirling over him, right? I bet. Aye. Honestly, I was like slavering at my phone, right? Aye. So um so I was right chuffed that he said well, I mean I was just you know what I'm like right? I, mm-hmm. I always aim high right so I was like I, like, I love this guy's music he's no gigging because I'm no gigging mm-hmm. so for that one moment I figured that we're on the same level not in terms of talent or popularity but just in terms of you know where we're at so I was just like look mate <laughs> <laughs> any chance mate <laughs> and he's like yeah but you'll need to tell me what I need to say so I had to write out what he was to say. Aye, but and, 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 and he wrote. And he was like, r- I, don't, I watched. Um, I watched him one Sunday. Do you know what I quite like is when he's doing an, a, a live um, Facebook, a Facebook live. Sorry, stream. He um, p- uses pictures of him as a With wee a boy. Kid, it's me. Aye, get us wee guys going this to be guy, yeah. Aye, it's so cool. But he did. Um, so it was a Sunday. I don't know what you were doing, but you never watched it. Um, it was after because obviously I watched you first anyway he was doing this it was six o'clock and um, he did this live set and he did uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air in the style of Johnny Cash and I think I had to lift my jaw off the carpet honestly I was like it was brilliant I just never yes, he's, very, he's very very talented and, it, and when he does um, ain't nobody's business but my own he does the big bit in the middle it's, uh, it's taken from Taj Mahal's version uh-huh. of that song and it's like I, you know, it's amazing. I, how you and I, I told him, <laughs> I, I told him that I thought his, uh, his, his version of that and his ability to do an amazing Howlin' Wolf mm-hmm. um, voice was it's incredible. It's it. best I'd ever heard, right? And he said, "Well, actually, to be fair, Taj Mahal does it as well." 
when it when he can be bothered, you know. Aspen's a fan of Taj Mahal. Really, eh? Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, aye, aye. Mm-hmm. Aye, aye. aye. Baby's fishing too. She, lo- oh, she loves it, loves it. Uh, Nathan's getting right into Eric Bibb at the moment and um, turns it right up in the car so that I can't hear him singing, or so he thinks. <laughs> anyway, I tried that one too. I thought that was the case, but then I heard Dwayne singing and I thought, hmm, you can obviously hear me too. Yep. Anyway, um, so we have, and we've got Redfish, with yeah. the lovely rod, which I finally got to meet at Calendar. Ian has got lovely arms. Did you keep that clip? Oh, it's will be there somewhere, right? Aye, cool. Right. I have plans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, But yes, <laughs> <laughs> Rod the face, he makes the coolest faces. Like everybody I, I think would imagine look, I think he looks like a, a grown-up version of Joe Nighty. Aye, but he pouts. <laughs> he proper pouts, like trout pout when he's playing, um, which is fabulous. And his hair does not budge. I know, I know. It's like Lego hair on Joe Knight equals <laughs> Rod Mackay. <laughs> right, I know. Yeah. Right, anyway, uh, he's going to be listening to this thinking, they are dead. <laughs> hey, some of the things... But he's earned it, he's earned it, he's earned it. Yep, yep. <laughs> I agree, I agree. Cheers uh, to that now. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but yes, I've played them on um, my show before, so do you want to talk about um, everything after we've played it? Yeah, I do it. Just get them Let's bashed get them out. On. Absolutely. Let's go for it. Uh, so we'll start with Michael Messer. Sit back and enjoy. This is Michael Messer, and you're listening to Gulty and the Gators Blues and News Show. Tick-tock. 
Hey, I'm Trevor Bob Jack Steger, and you're listening to the Golty and Gated Blues and New Show.
the Redfish Blues Band here, and I'm listening to Galtier and the Gators Blues and News Show. again. Yeah, mashed and potatoes, stir some bacon in. Look here, baby, won't you please cook it up again. I got the mashed and potato, I got to stir my bacon in. Now listen, there that big lady woman, she gonna cook all night. Big appetite on my meat and potato 
meat and potato I'm a meat and potato kind of guy Well now, you don't know Maine But my, my woman know the reason why Since it's vegan, I'm a carnivore. I'm a meat and potato, meat and potato. Yeah, I'm a meat and potato kind of man, am I? Yeah, and I said, my baby, know how to keep me satisfied. I'm a meat and potato kind of man. you was hurting you almost lost your mind the man that you've been loving he hurts you all the time when things go wrong go wrong with you it hurts me too should leave him or you should put him down I can't bear to see can't bear to see you pushed around when things go wrong go wrong with you it hurts me too He loves another woman And I love you But you love him And you stick to him like glue When things go wrong Go wrong with you It hurts me too him more when you should love him less but you go behind him and you take his mess when things go wrong
said you was hurting You almost lost your mind The man that you've been loving Treats you so unkind When things go wrong Go wrong with you It hurts me too We're back. Bet they thought we'd done a bunk. Aye, that was a good way. Did Aye. you enjoy that, hen? I did. Aye. I did. Nice sandwich. Right. <laughs> um, right, well, wait, I'll get that bit. Oh, right, okay. Thank you. Right. What we got? Right, so. What we did then? Aye, best so of British. We, we did our aye, best of British, and we did our back to back tracks, and we did five this week, um, which was just brilliant. Uh, it, it gives us a, a wee chance to stop talking, and well, we don't actually no. We no, just we had don't. a we just had a big debate about abortion, um, COVID, Ge- school genetics. rules, um, genetics, and um, the kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> aye, mm-hmm. in the space of however five many songs. minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And we're going to have a domestic after this, so that'll be great. Uh, no, we're not. <coughs> Try to think of like the last time we had anything resembling a domestic. Ow! <laughs> sure. Sorry, I, I was only joking. Listen, everybody listening, right, <laughs> will remember this one wee thing. No, it's not. It's a wee silly thing, right? When I said to you, "Oh, can we please do a muddy water? No, a Howling Wolf show." all about him if I was the dominating person in this relationship I wouldn't have been like that would I well you're a good liar though <gasps> wow see what I mean like you made it sound like that's a ridiculous thing to say I'm right. totally lost are we here I were here right, right okay. yep, yep. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, so the best of British um, we've got I mean I suppose uh, we could have filled a four year show with music yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but um, so I'm that that I want to ask you questions. To. I want to mm-hmm. ask you questions because this is one that you said you know, you're going in here blind. We know, mm. we know, we know like mm-hmm. knowledge of it really, right? So when I say to you, what do you regard as British blues? You tell me, go. What's your answer? Just off the top of your head, what's the first thing that comes to your head? Go Why did you do this to me? No, just go, just say, just say. Um, I know what you're going to say, I think. I think. Well, what do you mean? Right, what if you I had to name one artist that, that is related to, to British Blues. I don't think I can now because I've written a list of them. <laughs> um, before? What would I have thought yeah. of before? Um, I probably would have just... Said Eric Clapton. No. No, because... Um... I only really like a couple of songs. Um, now, don't get me wrong. There's probably been songs that he has participated in that I was unaware of, right? Because um, although I really enjoyed 
listening to blues music throughout my, my adult life. I didn't really listen to it um, as a child. It was, you know, obviously parents' influences. But um, I didn't really delve into the artists and everything apart from the ones that uh, stood out to me, you know, like Muddy Waters, Helen Wolf. Um, so who would you have said? So I probably would have, I would have just stuck with the Rolling Stones. Right, and that's all you would have said? Probably. So not Fleetwood Mac or anything like that. No, I Peter Greens, Peter Greens. Well, Peter Greens. Yeah, er, their earlier stuff was bluesy. It was, um, uh, Peter Greens, mm-hmm. Fleetwood Mac was a blues band. Uh, which is yeah. possibly my f- kind of favourite era of theirs. Um, the Shinelli brothers, they cover Peter Greens, Fleetwood Mac. They don't cover the other mm-hmm. stuff. So, I mean, it is relevant. And I'm asking you these questions because as a musician, I know, because it's my genre and whatnot else, um, I already know what I'd have said because I'm well versed in being asked and I'm well versed in learning mm-hmm. about it and I know that you're not and it's not a criticism it's mm-hmm. more about I want to see you know because I've never asked you this mm-hmm. um, like oh you know off the mic you know this is like very it's like you dating me all the time mm-hmm. but I want to see from a neutral point of view what you mm-hmm. think so is there any you know is there anything in particular that you think right um makes British blues different to American blues apart from skin colour or or time frame mm, I don't think it's as um, it's got as much feeling personally right? do, you, do you think because that's because there's too much they've got too much see I think a, a I think similar but for a particular reason I feel that um, well I'm going, I, I don't know quite how to put it into words for me um it's not it's something that that is so not necessarily just British blues, but um it's emulating somebody else's feelings. So the people you know that, that we that we know and love, um, that when we when you say the blues you know, even if you're not into blues that you automatically think of lived the blues. They lived the life they were singing about, they had a reason to sing it. Um, whereas not all the time, granted but for the most part I would say um, anybody out with that lifestyle is it's music Yeah, I, yeah, I suppose I am you're right, I mean the blues is a feeling although the argument for that is, I suppose no, it's not an argument I really invest too much in because um, I have my own story about why I've got them mm-hmm. You know, and you know that. Mm-hmm. So um, I think one into it. You know, but I don't even know, think I, 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 I don't think you have to be blue to to play the blues. I just I you think you have to relate to the feeling. Yeah, yeah, I and and the, f- the 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 blues music is more about feeling than playing specific notes. Yeah, uh, so you hear that as a non-player, you hear that, mm-hmm. right? Okay, well then that's the thing, right? So you understand it. Yeah, I mean, because that right there. It's what we're trying to teach other people. Do I get a gold star and like no, no, but no, 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 talking to you. No, 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 I was looking. No, what I'm saying to you is, is so, so, like we were talking about yesterday, last night. You know, you don't, I don't know this, and I don't know that about music. And oh, I can't answer that. Ah, you can if you're if you're put in a spot and you're if you're asked your honest opinion about something, and there's no right or wrong answer, right? Then you say what's in your mind. And and then you get it right, well, or you get it closer to what it is. Then, look for example, 
Rufus Thomas went, you know, right, you know I love the guy, right? Mm. He was amazing. He was amazing, right? Recording Stax Records, brilliant soul guy. You know, everything about him was cool. But he also said, even though he come from that background of like struggle, you know, mm. um, segregation and everything else, he said that, um, right, so you're white and you've got this uh, white collar job and you come home to your two car garage and the first thing you notice is your car's not there. Say, oh, and your cat's oh, coming oh, out oh. going meow. Yeah. <laughs> um, so your, your two car garage is empty. You go in, there's nothing in the house. Your woman's gone, the kids are gone, the dog's gone, the cat's gone. She's even taking the linoleum off the flare. <laughs> and you're trying to tell me that because you're white, you've not got the blues. Mm-hmm. Right, so he he got that, right? Mm-hmm. He got that, like, yeah. But I think as well, it can be something different for everybody. Yeah, because I think um, depending on depending on who you are, how you're feeling, uh, um, you could uh, write or sing or whatever way you want to put it, um, improvise. And it's not about the blues; it's the bit well, after having the blues. Aye, aye, I, I think it, uh, the music is the is the the proof of the cure. Almost. When you well, think well, of, like if if I if I was to say, for instance, to my mum, right, who's who's not and doesn't think she likes the blues. So if I was to say, if I was to play um, high heel sneakers, or um, even Fleetwood Mac's cover of Need Your Love So Bad, or um, I love how you know that's a cover. I love that about you. Or um, boom, 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 boom. Right. Aye. She would be like, she wouldn't think. Oh, oh that's not blues. Exactly, because right. because that's what I mean. People associate the feeling with that feeling, mm-hmm. right? So, um, what I'm going to say is, like, so I was asking you about uh, what you think is different about um, British blues, and the first thing you pointed out was the feeling's different, right? Be- but do you know why I think that is? Because a good way to look at it is Led Zeppelin, right? So Led Zeppelin were very able to play the blues, right? Jimmy Page was incredible, um, and he could really invest in that feeling, right? But you know what? See, as a band, they stole all that music. They stole mm-hmm. it. They didn't. They didn't give any credit. They just took it and they used it because they thought they could, because it would make them something. Mm-hmm. And they used it to their advantage, right? Mm-hmm. So, see that right there. That's the first difference because that music come from somebody, um, you know, Willie Dixon in particular, who was writing this, writing this music from a real place. Right, mm-hmm. you know, and from us and from a struggling background, right? Uh-huh. So that's the first difference. The second difference is, look at the bands that are covering it. They had all the tools, they had all the equipment, they had all the, they had all the white privileges, and mm-hmm. they had all the the tools at their disposal to make that happen, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can have too much of a good thing. These guys were making those same songs with, like, sometimes only a broken bottle and a guitar, or you know, uh, or no mic or no electricity, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, really, it comes from it comes from somewhere sim- more simple, you know. And I think that the complication of the electrified uh, the electrified versions of those songs are the reason that the feeling goes away. It's not necessarily the feeling within the people that are playing it, because I think those guys are very, very invested in that music. I think they they have that same drive to want to do it. But I think that because there's been so much added to it and so much has been like processed from it, I think personally, a lot of the time, not all the time, but a lot of the time, I think that that's why that feeling, because you, you're right, 
you know, you are right. I I, I do believe that that what you hear is slightly different. That this it doesn't swing as much. You know, it's, it's straighter time. The, the tempos are right on point, and mm. you know, and it, that wasn't always the case. Uh, it sounds yeah, it sounds manufactured, right? But so that's that's what makes it less for me. I'm not saying it's less for everybody. It's more it's more listenable to a lot of people from Western culture because of that. Mm-hmm. I think, right? Because it's it's almost like it's almost popified. In fact, I was talking to Gary Burns, right? I was saying this to you, right? Now I'm gonna. I, do you know what I might do? I might actually share that phone call. I might I need to clip it then, but I'm gonna share that phone call. I think, right? Mm-hmm. Eventually, mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. we fans, right? And you'll hear him saying his favorite guitarists. Aye. And were you not shocked that that most of them were white? Um. Yes and no, because I wasn't thinking. I I suppose if I stop to really consider it, I wasn't thinking of him, um, saying right, okay, um, my, you know, in in the same kind of avenue as him. I was thinking more along the lines of music. So you're a blues musician, but you are very well skilled in all music genres. Uh, yeah, yeah, we are pretty much. I yeah, I, you know a wee bit about some of the ones that you're not all that interested in, but you're not just blues. You love music, yeah, um, and you play a variety of different types of music. Sometimes you blues up some of the stuff, that, you know. But um, so I wouldn't necessarily expect you if I asked you who your favourite guitarists were. To pick blues guitarists, right? Okay, but so, but my so point. So I, I no, but I when but I stopped to really think aye, about but it, my, my point with, to the aye, conversation, I yeah, didn't really. But mm-hmm. my point, but my point with the Gary Burnside conversation was that this is a guy that comes from a very a, a, a very rural a very rural part of the world, right? A part of Mississippi, uh, with fourteen siblings, um, to a farming background, to somebody who to who had no handouts, right? Mm-hmm. And he doesn't even see blues guitarists as, uh, bl- or blues being a, a colour thing. Mm-hmm. He doesn't even see that. Mm-hmm. Right, so that's my point. Mm-hmm. So I think that there is, uh, it does solidify the fact that it is a feeling. And and uh, just because it sounds slightly uh, different yeah, being processed, has, has doesn't, it, doesn't it take that feeling away? Doesn't it take that feeling away? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I can see what you're saying as well. Mm-hmm. You know, And I do believe that people like Eric Clapton... Um, I'm going to say his name separately for obvious reasons, but yeah, I do believe that there was a point in his life where he was honestly the same, he mm-hmm. very, very invested. I mean, Jimi Hendrix uh, thought he was one of the best guitarists I've ever seen, right? And mm-hmm. and that's the truth. Like, hey, Charles Chandler for the Animals actually discovered Jimi Hendrix, the bass player for the Animals, and uh, they took him to this club in London, and and Eric Clapton was playing there, and Jimi Jimi Hendrix went up and played the song, and Eric Clapton was like, ah, oh my god. Mm. Like at this point, Eric Clapton was God, right? Mm. And uh, he said, "I've never seen anybody play like that," you know. So, so um, yeah, it's a feeling. It's, this aye, this aye. whole feeling thing is like absolutely relevant. Um, but there are, I know, there are certain people, obviously, still doing doing that genre of music that what I would probably call traditionalists. Mm-hmm. So they want to keep that simplicity valid. Michael Messer's a good example. Mm-hmm. Dave Arcai is a good example. Mm-hmm. Trevor Steger, Mark McNeil, all of these guys, you know? Mm-hmm. 
So, uh, and I think the the best of British players doesn't have to be associated with John Mill or 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 Eric Clapton or the Yardbirds or, mm-hmm. or or any of these guys. It doesn't have to be associated with that. It can be associated with the uh, the simple fact that there's guys that are British that want to keep that other thing alive, mm-hmm. and that's what the best of British blues is for me. Mm-hmm. I agree. I've just yeah. sat here going, mm, 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 mm. I, I do apologise. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I right. get I get quite invested in listening to you. So, aye. but I then, radio, I then I'm aware that that I'm nodding and nobody can see me. No, <laughs> so I maybe just sound disinterested. However, um, we've got some Dave Carey for you, uh, and a wee voice clip from him. So I don't be going anywhere. Have you ever heard that in? Have you ever held that engine roll? Have you ever held that engine roll? I don't hear that sound anymore. Have you ever felt that north wind blow? Have you ever felt that north wind blow? Have you ever felt that north wind blow? I don't feel that wind. Have you ever seen an eagle fly? Have you ever seen an eagle fly? Have you ever seen that eagle fly? But now.
Hey, it's David Carey out of Glasgow here, and you're listening to Gulty and the Gators Blues and New Show. There you are. So that was Dave Arcari and you're uh, going to be, and what? you're going. I'm all excited. I get to be I get to be the wee fan girl for a change. So you're going to be doing a gig with him in yeah. February the twentieth. It would be my mum's birthday as well. See him and it's mean, lovely. Aye. Aye. I know. Aye, aye. Aye. I mean, um, for folk who don't know, obviously, my mum died not that long ago, um, very young, and um, so this would be her sixty-first birthday. Mm-hmm. So um, and she's never seen me play the music before, which is mental. But so that, and to be playing with somebody that I look up to so much is is amazing, you know. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that, and I'm trying not to dwell on the other bit. But I'm going to go out there and do my best to smash it at the park. And if I don't, then I tried. But aye, it'll be good fun, I would think. It'll be good fun. Um, it'll be a good night. Mm-hmm. Except uh, broadcasting Glasgow, tickets are really cheap. See if you get them in now, I think they're only like aye, eight they're, quid. They're eight, eight pounds, right? But if you if you're not sure you can make it and you think, oh well, it's it's still only a tenner on the yeah. door of the night, and I, what a good laugh you'll get to. I, I can't believe how cheap it is. I mean, listen, I might be slightly biased. I don't think so, to be fair. But no, I'm not even going to go there because I absolutely, like, I mean, I was blown away by your music abilities before we were a couple. Well, oh, you, I, mean, I, you mean the second time? Yeah. <laughs> Aye, but you know Sorry what I mean? about that. <laughs> that's we, that's you were a bass player. Yeah. So this for when me. I, when I made you pregnant, I was a bass player. So this for right, me. Uh, no, no, I was not. So, right, so but now, n- now I'm a blues guitarist. Yeah, so, so, so you don't like bass players. That's what I've learned for this conversation. No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> I just meant that you know, um, yeah, there's a big difference between bass and, and slide. Yeah, but and I, th- I do think that 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 particular instrument to start with does help. Um, it gives you a sense of rhythm and and intonation. So, mm-hmm. but that's that sounds like a music lesson. So I don't want to go there. But um, yeah, so you know, as, as I, what I was actually planning on saying was, you're getting more than your money's worth. I, I'm honestly, you'd be daft to not go. Um, I think personally that if you're into doing all the kind of Valentine's Day stuff, this would be a fantastic wee gift for a music lover um, it's not obviously on Valentine's Day but you could get the tickets and you know put them in the wee rock up and you maybe get on a promise after it you know and, uh, you get a train up the road early because it's on early enough so you'll get a train uh, you'll get a train home you'll be able to get her drunk so she'll be willing um, if you need to do that usually whatever um, no but I think just take her, a take her no wine and dine on and mm-hmm, wine and dine and you know mm-hmm. dinner for two yep yep Room of you. Um, so, so yeah, no, but it's going to be a fantastic night. I, I think it will be, and I think it's going to be an opportunity for folk to see um, both of us in a professional light as well as me on my own in a professional mm-hmm. light. Mm-hmm. And for me to play with my pal and like to share a stage with somebody I, I honestly love, right? It's been really good to me. I I can meet him. No. See, I feel like I already know him. See, that's a, he's that's lovely. A, he's a great aye. guy. As long as he's no like burnt his beard on a pizza <laughs> oven or <laughs> I dropped it. <laughs> I know, I know. So, um, <laughs> so listen, we've got a couple of couple of brilliant songs to play out with. Yeah? 
Mm-hmm. One of them in particular, the guy's lovely. Um, he reached out to us when we started the show, and it's I've been choking to play the song because it's a great cover. It's a guy called Chris Bevington, mm-hmm. and he's got a band called the Chris Bevington Organization. They've been about since 2012. Um, so they've done a bit, you know, they've been around the circuit, and they're great players, and they do a great job of doing the stuff they do. And we've got Peter Green. Yeah? Yeah, because... You well, it's Peter Green. To, it's good yeah. Peter Green, um, It can't be the best of British players and not have Peter Green. Mm-hmm. That would be a slap in the face to me, never mind to Peter Green. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, I think we've got plenty that we could revisit this and do it completely different later in. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I, I've already thought about the, the girl power in the blues. That's oh. one, I mean, that was a brilliant show, but I've also just inherited um, about another 12 women um, who want to be involved, mm-hmm. who are also amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to tell you who they are, because like, folk about like, no, he's lying. Mm-hmm. He's lying. He's trying to, no, uh, there's no way he knows her. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And uh, and that's going to happen. But um, we'll just have to time it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we've, we've we won't make it like National Suffragettes Day or something like whatever that is. You can. You're one of them, eh? A woman, I mean. Don't look at me like that. Oh, I, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't earlier on in the show. <laughs> I was yeah. hiding my Adams that was you. Oh yeah, it's back. <laughs> um, so I we could do that. Mm-hmm. You know. I um, we've got. I mean, endless amounts of ideas. I mean, yep. it is honestly, it's an endless foray into amazingness. So um, I can't believe it's almost time for us to go. I know there is going to be an, an, another amazing show though next week. Mm-hmm. It's going to involve some pretty cool people. Um, Gary Burnside uh, being one of them. Aye, so I definitely think you should um, you should put your your conversation up. Yeah, that'll be all right. I think, think so. All right, okay, well, I'm going to ask him. I'll ask him first. But He's a I just I, I just love speaking to him. He did say I could record it, so Aye, I, I did I have mean, permission. I did have about three, four times now. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I did have permission. Um, I've spoke to Cameron as well. So, and 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 I'm going to speak to that one last guy who made it, made the film. And I, and I think if I can do that, then I'll put that show together. Eh? Okay. I definitely. You know. Um. So. Oh. But, but as I said, I um I just keep looking forward and looking forward and every one I think, oh that was brilliant. None of them I would say I don't say oh, like it was better than the last one. I think everyone we've done has been superb. Unique. I, I honestly I think having the fact that you know, the fact that um it's unique in terms of every week is different. Mm-hmm. But the goal at the end of it is based on this genre and it's sending the same message across the board mm-hmm. to the same people, you know. And, and I, th- I think that's I think that's a, an important way to look at it. Eh? Aye, and I like the I like the way that we're kind of you know introducing new people, but still keeping it traditional um, at the same time. So yeah, definitely. We'll get, we'll get a sh- we show up. We'll get some. Helen Wolf shows, we'll get some Muddy Water shows and we'll get all the family involved. Oh, actually, I do want to just point everybody who's tuning in, we really need to go because we've got some tunes to play. Everybody that's tuning in, please go to our page, Galty and the Gator, and check out The Gator with his new slide challenge that I put to him. Um, I only, aye, thanks for that. So, uh, yeah, he's going to, he he was playing with a cheese grater and a crystal ball. But um, if you've got ideas for what you think, you know, let's, because I mean, 
you know, you know, he just absolutely nailed it. So, um, if you think, nah, but could you just fire the ideas in? It's great fun. I love it. I'll Thanks, aye, you're brilliant, aye, 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 very good, aye. aye. Um, but great, oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, anyway, right, well, I'm going to use my crystal balls and uh, tell you exactly what's happening now. You're you're going to stop waffling and put this music on. Peter Green and Chris Bevington. Yep, and these wee voice club, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So we will catch you, not Peter Green's. No. <laughs> we will catch you next <laughs> week. Thanks for tuning in.
Hey, I'm Chris Bevington, and you're listening to The Golty and The Gators Blues and New Show. Gone. 